gospel message. The title of today's gospel message is Practice Makes Perfect. So a lot of us, when we are walking in Christ, when we've received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we've received his gift of the Holy Spirit, and we're trying to walk in this newness of life, the first thing that usually comes with that is doing things differently, you know, not behaving in certain ways that we used to behave before, not doing certain things, not acting in certain ways, not reacting in certain ways. And the reality is that we're creatures of habit. If one has spent a long time doing one thing in a particular way, it's hard to just stop and just start something new. It takes time. It takes practice. The first step usually comes with making a decision and a determination to do things differently. And of course, the next step would be to achieve it. And we achieve it moment by moment and day by day, practicing these new habits until they become one with us, until they become our our actual habit and that old habit just doesn't exist anymore. Um, again, we understand that there's nothing we can do when it comes to walking in the newness of life that we can do apart from Christ. You know, the Lord tells us in John chapter 15, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So of course we need Jesus Christ as our foundation, but the Bible also tells us in, he tells us in the book of um, Colossians, I believe, actually no, in the book of Philippians, he says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So there is something that we are required to do as well. The gift of salvation is from Jesus Christ. There's nothing we can do to achieve salvation. There is nothing we can do to cleanse us from sin except receiving Jesus Christ. But once we now receive that gift of salvation from God, because it can come from no other place, it is not our acts, it is not our trying to be perfect in keeping the law. It is not that that gives us salvation. It is only Christ that salvation comes through. But once we have now received that gift of salvation, it has to be evident in our daily actions. It has to become evident in the way we walk. So that's why Philippians chapter 2 in verse 12, it says, Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. So this thing that Christ has put in us, this desire now to do his will, which is the Holy Spirit, because it is the only, it's only the Holy Spirit that can give us the desire to obey God. The flesh can't do it. Because remember, the same Bible tells us that the carnal mind is enmity against God. It cannot please God, nor does it have any desire to please God. The flesh has no desire. No matter how 
perfectly straight arrow it is, no matter how it dots all its I's and crosses all its T's, the flesh cannot please God. The carnal mind, the mind absent from Jesus Christ has no desire to please God. It is only the spirit within us that desires to walk in step with the Father. And that's why it is so important for us to receive the Holy, the gift of the Holy Spirit when we receive Christ. When we receive Christ and we confess Him as our personal Lord and Savior, the Father sends His Holy Spirit to us and this Holy Spirit guides us. So now this Holy Spirit is working in us to do things that please the Father, but we have to obey it. The Holy Spirit is not going to you know, be struggling the, 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 the steering wheel with us. We either have to, you know, allow him to steer, but allow our wheels to turn in the direction that he's steering. You know, we have to be compliant with the Holy Spirit. So this working out our, our salvation with fear and trembling is our responsibility. So we're taking it step by step, but yet we have to now acknowledge, okay, this is the old way. This is the old way of life. I am a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. And then, I, and then we start walking in that new way. And it's a habit. The only way you can perfect something is to practice it. <laughs> There's no magic when it comes to becoming a master in a skill. In order for one to have mastery of a certain skill, you first have to learn the skill. So you learn it on day one, and then you now have to practice it. You have to keep on practicing this new skill that you have acquired until you become a master at it, until we become masters at it. So that's the practice. And it is this practice that makes us perfect. It is this constant, continuous walk that makes us now perfect in this thing that we have newly acquired and it's not it's not far-fetched it's not far-fetched and a lot of times we're gonna fall we're gonna stumble we're gonna slip back into that old habit because it was a habit it was a way of life but if we are committed to this new life this new life in Christ then we're going to practice this new habit until we become perfect in it, until we master it. And that Holy Spirit of God in us is what just makes it possible as far as the constant drive, the constant reminder, the constant speaking, the constant voice of, of Jesus Christ in our ear, you know, telling us, don't do it like this, do it like this, don't go this way go that way and because the same that same philippians 2 tells us for it is god which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure it is god god the holy spirit who is working in us keeping us in step with his will but we are the ones who now have to move our feet and before we can run we walk and even before we can walk we have to crawl but step by step by step, we continue to practice those things that we know the Lord is willing us to do. Where we used to be hot-tempered and fiery, when someone comes, you know, at you with an accusation or to provoke you, where one would have reacted in heat 
or in anger or, or with yelling and screaming or even just with self-defense. Once the Holy Spirit now is working with, within us to do the will of God, and we know those reactions are not in line with the will of God, and the Lord is saying, peace, be still. Peace, be still. So on day one, we might snap, and then we get convicted by the Holy Spirit right after that. And then day two, here comes the temptation again, and our mouths open up to snap, and then the Holy Spirit says, practice the new skill. Practice practice the new skill and then we now catch ourselves and we don't yell maybe we might say some things but we're not yelling and then the holy spirit now convicts us for even responding at all and then here comes day three and here comes the temptation again so we're not trying to yell anymore and then we're thinking of okay well let me just say this thing that i want to say even though i'm not yelling and the holy spirit is saying that is not peace be still and then this time we just keep quiet and we say, God bless you to the accuser or the tempter or whoever's trying to provoke us. And with each different temptation, because the temptation doesn't only come always in one way. And it never comes when you're sitting there. Okay, I'm set. I'm ready to this. It comes when your, your defenses are down. But when the Holy Spirit is in us, are our defenses ever really down? No. Our defenses are never really down as long as our eyes and ears and minds remain fixed on Christ at all times. Now, whenever that temptation comes, the first thing you think of, my new practice. And as we continue to practice this new skill of obeying the Holy Spirit, obeying the voice of Christ, pretty soon it becomes second nature. And then we have perfected that. Guaranteed, there's going to be another challenge that we're required to perfect. But you know what? It's going to now be step by step by step in that too. There is no skill that anyone can boast mastery of that they did not have to start from not knowing anything. And then once they start to learn, there is only one way to now achieve that mastery. And that is to practice. When you learn a new skill at work, the only way you can become an expert at it is if you're doing that skill often enough to make mistakes, learn from those mistakes. And the more mistakes you make, the more you learn how not to make those same mistakes anymore. This is the mastery. And this is the exact same philosophy the Lord wants us to apply to our own lives. A lot of times, many of us don't like to face certain things. Like we might see something that's daunting, like a task that we're being given. And you look at it and say, that thing is hard. I've always run away from that thing. I have no desire to do this thing, but it's difficult. And then you find yourself one day where this thing is thrust on you and it becomes your job. And then you're having sleepless nights because you're just so afraid, like, Lord, am I going to be able to do this? This thing is so hard. It's so difficult. I've always dreaded this thing. I've never liked doing this thing because it's so difficult. And then you say, okay, let me attend the first training. And you attend the first training. And then you attend the second training. And then what happens after that? You have to practice the skill that you've learned. So you practice it. You make a couple of mistakes the first time. You go to somebody who knows a little better, they correct the mistakes, you try again the next day. Hopefully you make fewer mistakes, even if you make the same number. 
The reality is that the more you practice the skill, the fewer of those mistakes that you're going to make because now you're learning how to circumvent those mistakes. You're learning the, how to walk around those mistakes or do the thing the right way that you don't have to make those mistakes anymore. That is the practice that leads to perfection. And that is what the Lord wants us to do when it comes to walking after the spirit. When it comes to now walking in Christ, we have to start from ground zero because this is not a way we were used to living. We never used to do things like this. We never used to act this way. We never used to react this way. We never used to talk this way. We never used to think this way. We never used to treat people this way, our brethren, even our enemies. We never did it this way. We did it according to the flesh. But here comes the Spirit, now giving us the new way to do it. And he's telling us one day at a time, just practice. And the more you practice, the more we perfect the skill. The more we perfect the skill. Because Colossians 2, 6 says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. We have to walk in him. And walking in him means walking as he walked. He was all about the will of his father. Everything he did was in line with the will of his father. And the spirit of his father guided him through every step of the way. It is that same spirit, the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, is that same spirit that lives within you and I who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So we too must now walk in him under the guidance of his Holy Spirit. But he's telling you, it's okay. Be patient, but be steadfast. Be diligent and be faithful. Step by step. Practice makes perfect. And as long as we are committed to him in that practice, it is his own hand that will perfect us. His own hand. Because as the prayer of Paul to the Thessalonians, he said, may the peace of, of God, may the God of peace enrich you wholly. And I pray that your whole spirit, your whole soul, your whole body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Faithful is he who called you, who also will do it. This calling to Christianity was not done by us. We didn't call ourselves. God called us. But as he also called us, if we remain faithful to him, faithful to the guidance and prompting of his Holy Spirit, he will also perfect his work in us. This is his promise. He's not a man that he should lie. And because he promised it, we believe it. And it is by that faith we walk. May the Lord continue to increase our faith. May the Lord give us the patience and the faithfulness to practice until we become perfected. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge 
of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen, 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 in Jesus' name.